everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Two Funny Mamas. I'm Kim Whitley. And I'm Sherry Shepard. I, I don't know why you have that? to hesitate. I don't know. I'm just saying, you look cute. How you doing today? Good to see you in the COVID I'm, world. It's, uh, huh? This is our 12th episode of Two wow. Funny Mamas, and I, I'm excited that we made it through this long, Kim. I didn't... Didn't know. Uh, no, I didn't think. Just like a marriage, I thought that number seven, we would, we wasn't gonna make it. I truly thought after number seven, it was gonna be tough. I always think episode to episode, we're not gonna make it. What? It's so much fun being with you. <laughs> well, we last do have night, fun together. I don't know about that. Last night was a little rough. Oh, hmm. let's. Oh, so for, for, thank you so much for tuning in viewers and listeners and last night i got in the spurt i don't like to cook i really don't but sometimes i just want to make people happy and i know cooking makes people feeding people makes them happy so i andre who's over right now he's giving jeffrey his um swim lessons and self-defense classes he was coming over to give my girlfriend and i self-defense classes because we take it for women and kim said she was going to come so i said i want to make dinner for everybody and i started making these stuffed bell peppers so i made stuffed bell peppers with ground turkey sharp cheddar cheese uh rice for andre and i put even more bell peppers inside with avocado i didn't put any sauce in there and i i baked some more bell peppers and then i marinated a whole bunch of cucumbers with some balsamic vinegar vinaigrette and I gave it, it to you guys. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved the cucumbers were fantastic, light, um, well seasoned. I started with that. I was starving. And then I started to eat these bell peppers, these yellow and red and orange bell peppers that you had seasoned and, and you put in the oven. And I really cannot believe how much I loved them. I ate a lot of those. Then you took the stuffed bell pepper which maybe I was just hungry because I don't want to really know, think I liked your cooking that well. It was <laughs> so good. <laughs> it just was, you know, it was, mm -hmm. I don't think you know me for cooking. That's what the thing no, is. It's so, I do not. And a lot of it people really don't think good. that I can cook. I can actually, I can, I, I can cook a little bit. I just, I usually cook for a man. Like I told Andre, I said, I don't have a man. So you the next best thing. So I really right, like right. to cook for Andre. He, when he comes over, I always cook for him. I will make Andre breakfast. I'll make Andre, you what? know, dinner. I just like cooking for him because Andre is, he's a man's man. So he'll sit there and he's like a caveman. You saw the way he ate yesterday. He enjoys <laughs> your food. It makes you feel good. He does. does Andre make makes you feel good. Like Andre's your boyfriend <laughs> without the sex. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, that ain't good. That ain't, I've had that before. So, so have I. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know how good that is. Well, because I'm, you I'm, know it's like some issues. What's going on? My my uh okay, I had to get it together. My boobies was lopsided. I'm I think sorry. they're Go ahead. perfectly fluffy right now. No, one looks like this by my knees, but go ahead. Uh-huh. No, we don't want that visual. No, nope, that's not a true visual. That's not good. I just think that Andre, like going back to like, can you have a friend? that's kind of like a a friend like 
relationship benefits without the physical. And Andre, to me, like we, he's outside, so he won't hear me. He, he's very sensitive. He's shy too. But Andre is not- he's sensitive because he's a number two. I think that was it, or number four. Oh, Kim also, we have to talk about Kim does numerology. She's an expert at it, you guys. So <laughs> if you ever want Kim to do your, if you want Kim to do your birthday listeners and viewers, and, and okay. you don't mind giving your birth year, then I want you to give us your name and give us your birthday. And Kim is going to do numerology on your numbers. So this is interesting. So I'm going to write this down as one of our okay. things. But you that can't, I want to finish. I had wanted but to finish. I wrote he's that. very sensitive. Yes. He's Andre very sensitive. Is, mm -hmm. And so, but Andre is your man's man. Like Andre will fix anything in your house. He can hang yes. anything. If there's yep. something dead, Andre will come get it. He's also really a funny comic and a writer. He's, he's written a film that's a, a, a spy spoof film comedy. And he trains you. He's trained in Muay Thai, Karate and all of this stuff. And he's put together a program to teach women how to defend themselves if something happens, you know, from a man or a woman so that you can fight and get away. And he teaches kids. So he's just all around, but he doesn't want to have sex with you. He's, and don't get me wrong, Andre what? is not gay. He loves women. He's also an erotic photographer. Did you know that? What made you add that? Because the way I'm describing Andre, I think some people would go, he's gay. Okay. I think people would make that assumption. And I and he's not, he's very much into women. He loves women. Like I said, you know Andre does erotic photography, right? Mm -hmm. He's never asked me to do it. Has he ever he, asked he you? He never asked me either. Nope. He never, nope, never <laughs> asked me either. But he he has all of this. Uh, he's got a calendar out of erotic photography, and he loves black people. So it's like black women and men. And he's he loves women. He just don't love us like that. So he's he's a great companion piece, you know. A companion piece. He's a he's a trophy. He's a he's a trophy man that you could take him out on your arm. He looks good, but you ain't got to do nothing with him. But you don't have to do anything with him, and and you just and you just like cook for Andre. He just yes. appreciates everything that you do. So you'll get to meet him when he's done. He's out there. He's out there now with his little stopwatch. Got Jeffrey in the pool doing pool exercises. So he trains you. Yes, he does. I didn't train and he trains well me. this week. And I, I but want I did. To know. Yeah, coming over your house, I got to work out. I was very happy. Kim was our special guest because Andre trains my girlfriend, Lakeisha. She's a publicist over at ABC and me in self-defense. And we've learned some really great, some really great things. If anything ever happened, if we got accosted in order to just knock this person down and get away. And so we asked Kim to come and be trained with us. Um, you were horrible. You no, you weren't horrible, Kim. You okay. were, you were, you were good and you were funny. I got a good. But I, that's my defense mechanism. When I want to rest, I crack jokes to distract. And that's what you did. You, you, <laughs> and this is what I learned about you because when I, when I'm training and working out, I'm very focused. Like I, I'm, I'm in it. I want to learn. I don't like to joke around. Let's do it. You joke around a lot. So we didn't even finish the workout. The workout was supposed to be for an hour. We did. What? Yes. An hour, first of all, that's too long for anybody. I think the 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 Bible says you're only supposed to work out 30 minutes. Where in the, the Bible does it say you're only supposed to work out 30 minutes? It, 
the Bible of Google. I think if you Google it, it says you know, the body doesn't need more than 30 minutes. I think, I, huh? Okay. You I, see, I, this I, is the kind of thing, this is the kind of thing that Kim did the entire time we were working out. When we were warming up, she kept trying to make Andre laugh. And Andre is very focused too. He doesn't like he laughing. He's, he wants you, but she kept making him laugh. Then she was doing everything half-ass. She kind of hit, and then she, I got like a little dummy that you box. He looks kind of, he looks like Trump. It's so funny. A little bit, and yeah, Kim, a little Kim kept hugging the dummy and kissing the dummy and she'd make everybody <laughs> laugh so we forget to keep continuing. Then we had to do floor work and you guys will see the video. We're going to give it to Chris to post. Oh my gosh. He does floor work with us because if you ever get accosted or in a fight, 85% of the fights end up on the ground because men like to sweep women's feet from under them. So you'll fall on the ground and he teaches you how to fight on the ground in order to get away, not to stay in a fight, but to get away. So we got a mat and everything. Andre teaches you how to fall so that your head doesn't hit the concrete. And then he teaches, he's got to get on top of you so he can show you how to knock him off. You've got to get on top of him so he can show you, how, you know, so you know, and Kim gets on top of him. No, she gets underneath Andre and there's moves that you have to do when he to get the person to fall forward so that he's not smacking you in the face you have to thrust your hips up he falls forward you lock your your leg around his either his thigh back or his back then you push you grab his arm and you thrust up again and he your will hips. fall your hips so this is what kim does andre straddles kim <sighs> She and she goes, so this is what I do. She goes, so I thrust up, she thrust up, he falls for her. She goes, so do that again. And she makes Andre go back. She thrust up and he falls forward again. And she goes, do that again. And she's thrusting <laughs> up on Andre like five times. Because I didn't now, understand the move. I didn't understand the move. You know what the move I was? I didn't understand doing... it. I was, I was, I was in public school where we they let the children be free. So a lot of the listening and following directions fell short. You look like you were do, doing an adult movie and Andre was so uncomfortable because so it, and he, then this, can I finish but telling you? I apologized. The, let me get to the before you apologize. So <sighs> anyway, after the fifth or sixth thrust up, he's like, come on, Kim, let's get to this. So she goes, so you're saying I thrust up, I push forward, I go back, then I thrust again. So let me get this right. I thrust up and she's doing all the moves on him. I thrust up, I pull forward, I push back and I thrust up again. Okay, so let me, one more time, let me see. I thrust up. So finally, Andre goes, this is taking too long. I got to get up. <laughs> he had to get up because Kim was making it so sexual. I was to, not. He said, Kim, I, I can't continue because Kim now has a, assaulted our trainer. No, no, no. I have weak hips. My thrust. Now, y'all know my little weak thrust was not good. <laughs> it was horrible. So he my never thrust, said to me. Huh? Because you got because you have Klondike legs, the horses. You got a horse leg. The horses that be carrying the beer. That's your legs. And your butt, just a rock hard. You got a horse booty and horse legs. 
And that's why you can thrust, your thrust can throw him to the neighbor's yard. My thrust <laughs> couldn't get my butt off the ground. I was struggling. You weren't struggling. You were, you were making it very sexual. And, and Lakeisha and I were uncomfortable because we're watching you. And because she no. kept saying to Andre, so let me get it right. One more time. Thrust, I, up, push, no. thrust. No, because if this ever comes out in a court of law, I don't want them to run this tape to say I wasn't fighting for myself. Uh, Your Honor, it wasn't nothing like that. I have bad hips. My hips ain't worked through this whole corona, so they weak. So I, my thrust up wasn't good. So I had to try to get, you can ask my daddy. In school, it was difficult for me to get the instructions. And I wasn't on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, so what that got to do with it is, Everybody, Sherry was on Dance with the Stars. She was very good. She got rhythm and she understands and a one and a two and a three. My brain goes a one, a seven, and an eight. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm okay. saying. Difficult. It was literally it one, up. two, three, uppercut, cross jab, uppercut. It's not fair. Jab, you cross, see, this is uppercut. not fair. You're like one of them teachers in school. You're like one of them teachers that think, oh, you can get it. If this is it, if X go on this side, it got to go on that side. Well, I don't like X's. Okay. Now, we have the video. We will put it out on our Two Funny right. Mamas YouTube channel. So you can, uh, it's probably with our stamina, it usually takes us about six months to edit a video. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we'll it's send it to Chris. If I send you all the footage, Chris, can you guys edit it together? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a good job. We'll put some uh, some kapows and some flames and uh, really dress it up to make Kim <laughs> look the right way since she was uh, she was so aggressive. Um, let me explain. No, something. all you need I to need... put is uh, Jenna. What's her, what's that porno lady's name? Jenna. Uh 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 uh. I did not. And I, uh, Chris, I'm gonna hold you to it. You cut out the stuff that might get me incriminated. I'm okay. On. I'm well, on. then then we won't have a tape, Kim. We won't have a tape. Because everything that you did, you even groped my dummy, and it's a dummy that you box. You had your legs all up on, on the dummy's hips. You were thrusting doing, into that was those were uh defensive moves. What are you talking about? <laughs> you put your leg around a man and you thrust? I I had him. I had him. I, he was about to go down. Was he? Okay. He what, Chris? I, you know. Chris, I, Chris, it was see, literally. I got so Cleveland fight stuff. She got Chicago. She ain't that good. I was going to say, the, yeah, kind of. Chicago fights. That's what I would love for you. I really want people to see, though, what Andre is teaching us to do because it's really stuff. I, I recommend to all women to take a self-defense training class mm -hmm. and just practical things because you don't think about, you know, if you're coming right. from, we see so many videos of women getting accosted. And if you're coming from the grocery store and you're trying to unload your kids or the grocery cart and somebody steps up on you, most people well, you don't them. know how to fight. So yeah. what I love about Andre is he teaches you certain moves. Like I just want to show you really quickly, soft cartilage moves. If somebody is accosting you, if you take the flat of your hand, cause that's really strong, you step in and you hit their nose and you try to shove their nose back into their Up face, into their brain. Or you take just two of your fingers, remember the three stooges, and you poke eye, or you take the flat of your hand, once you push their nose, take your nails and go down really hard, you'll have Scratch. DNA underneath your nails. 
if you you can gouge yeah, out that, eyes. That, that, that the part where your hand connects to your wrist, where that, that bone is on your hand right that there. That bone, it's so hard. Yes. There's soft cartilage, the throat. If you take, this is a hammer fist, you can take mm -hmm. it and hit the clavicle that's soft. You can hit the throat really hard. These are just it's simple things that he taught us. It, uh -huh. You know, when your mother used to pull your ear, you can take that and pull that ear with your hand and you can pull an ear off. So Ooh. those were some of the basics that he would have taught you, but he was so afraid you was going to start hugging him and nuzzling his neck. He didn't get to teach you that, Kim. I, what were you, Kim, off, what were you wearing? Thank you. I was quite Workout sexy. Gear. I had on some giant sweatpants and a giant T-shirt. Uh, there was nothing cute about me. It but was this just... is I work out with Andre every day. If I wanted to nuzzle him and do all these things, I could do them. Why would I wait to go over to your house and accost the man? Come on. Because you want people to, you want you like to do it in front of people. She likes an audience. She likes an audience. That's exactly why she waited till she was over my house. And let me tell you something: she will never be invited back. You know how you not get invited back to people's houses? You sexually accost the trainers. No. Once again, if this is in front of a judge, do not listen. When to Andre you. comes, when he's she done with Jeffrey, usual. and he comes, we'll put him, make him a special guest, so he can tell. What happened oh, yesterday? No, no. I'm going to be at your house. I have a key. The dogs like me. I'll climb that fence. Are you serious? <laughs> you gonna climb my gate? Okay. Oh, oh you're not keeping me out. You tripping? I, I love you. You we. Oh my goodness! We gotta tell our viewers and our listeners of Two Funny Mamas. We did a movie together. We did do a movie together. We did a short. It was. Do you call it a short film? Is it or is I it? I want to call it like a. a um, a sketch, a short, it might run yeah, what, 15 minutes? It's 15 minutes. So it wasn't a short film. It was like a, a very short sketch and it was a comedy spoof mm -hmm. written by uh, Alfonso Johnson. He lives in New York mm -hmm. and Melody Cooper, who interestingly enough, she is the sister of the guy that was in the park with the Karen who was going to call the, the police because he was a black man, the bird watcher. Yes. Remember that whole story? And the woman said, I'm going to call the police and tell them a black man is accosting me. Well, his sister was the one that recorded the entire incident. And she, oh, writes that was his sister. With that was his sister. Oh, so she's a sci fi writer. So she wrote this, she wrote this short sketch where it was two female alien fighters and they were set in a world like in 2050. And Kim and I played the alien fighters. And the alien took over Wayne Brady's body. So we had to kill the alien without yes. killing. We had to destroy the alien without destroying Wayne Brady. And it was so funny. We had so the funny. best time. And, and, and this is our first time working in this uh, pandemic, uh, in the pandemic COVID period to work on a set with people with the it protocol. Was a little we got a little scary. we got a little scared didn't we yes it was because but they did it this is the way people are doing stuff now to do movies and tv yes. everybody had to wear a mask everybody had gloves had on temp temperature taken. we did the only people that didn't do the social distancing was kim and i because we had to be together and even wayne was and we together anyway we together anyway good grief we so COVID free, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, was there but anything? It was really funny. 
Sorry, Sherry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Mm-hmm. Was it what made you the aliens? Did you guys have did you have to go through makeup? Was there a, a mask or, uh, or how to how to go? No, it wasn't all of that. It was a short sketch. And, and, and when they, these short yeah. sketches happen, Chris, and they say the benefits, like we don't get paid. It was benefiting right. like unemployed actors. So when they go through all that, yeah. we don't do special mm-hmm. effects. We come in we with had our to come own makeup. makeup ready. Yeah. We had to come makeup ready. So that in that way it you didn't have people in your face. So it wasn't like a big film. And we just had you know, to combat that, they put a helmet on me. Kim looked really cute. I have to say, Kim was the sexiest alien fighter I had ever seen. Because she's like she's lost 23 pounds with Weight Watchers. She looks so good. And I, I forgot we're alien fighters. Kim had on these black Uggs with feathers, and she looked like a sexy fighter. And I forgot, and I put on ballerina flats. I forgot that I was an alien trim. Tell them you had pink trim ballerina flats on as an alien (laughs) fighter with a gun and all black. I looked down at your feet and said, what happened? What happened at the end? Because I didn't think they were going to get our full body. They got us running into the the sound stage and I didn't think they were going to get our full body. But one thing I have to say is Wayne Brady is so funny. Like he does whose line is it anyway? And he tours and he's such a great actor. He's been on Broadway several times and Kim has a crush on Wayne Brady. I do. I've always, I've had a crush on Wayne Brady for years. I took my parents, we went to go see him in Vegas. My parents know, they knew I had a crush on Wayne Brady. I was like, we're going to see Wayne Brady. And Wayne, he left us uh, tickets. I think at that time when he was married, his wife knew I had a crush on him. I was like, I don't care, who knows? You know, Wayne Brady, was he in Kingy Boots? Was that Wayne Brady in Kingy Boots? Or was he in uh, Hedwig and uh, Nine Inch Nails? See, first of all, he had his own show. He was on 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 in Vegas with Wayne Brady show. Oh, you went to see him in yeah. Vegas doing the Wayne Brady show? I went to see him in Vegas. I didn't know. He might have been on Broadway. Oh, no, he, no. He, he was, was in Kinky Boots as Lula. He was in Kinky oh. Boots. Like, he was amazing in Kinky Boots. You I didn't know, know he was um, in Kinky Boots and I didn't fly to see him? Oh, I am devastated. Yeah, Tay Diggs was in Hedwig and the Nine Inch Nails, but he was amazing in Kinky Boots. Okay, sorry. You crushing on Tay? Okay, oh, geez, Louise. Because I can uh, interchange Tay Diggs and Wayne Brady. I can interchange you. But let me tell you something about Wayne Brady, and he's very public about this, why Wayne Brady would not be good, because Wayne Brady is single right now. Mm-hmm. He's single right now. He does not want to get married. We talked extensively about that. He does not want to yes, get married again. But Wayne Brady would not be a good match for you kim because wayne brady is best friends with his ex-wife which there's nothing wrong with that but she goes with him everywhere like i know i heard she goes everywhere with him like when i say everywhere she goes everywhere with him i know someone who dated wayne brady and that was one of the reasons why they broke up because she's like okay what's gonna happen with us and he's and wayne brady said this to me when i co-hosted the view uh-huh. And I asked him, she was in the audience. She flew out with him. And he said to me, Sherry, a woman has got to accept her because she is part of my life. She's my best friend. She's the mother of my children. I give honor to that. That is amazing to me. But what are you going to do when you start dating? And I said that, but Wayne, when you start dating, and he's like, you got to accept that. Like, she's my best friend. I would say to the listeners, ask the listeners, of two funny mamas who are listening to us as you're jogging or driving or doing laundry and the viewers 
who want the visual. If you're dating somebody and they say to you, you have to accept my ex-spouse because they are my best friend. Where I go, they go. Like she has a house next to Wayne. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Like her house. Forgot about that. She lives with her boyfriend in the house next door to Wayne Brady. So they always do TikToks. Like if you go to their TikTok, they're always doing TikTok dances. They all get along their daughter for their daughter. But if you're dating somebody and they say, my ex-spouse is here all the time. Where do you fit in? I would be like, I can't, mm, that don't work for me. Well, well, um, first of all, I don't see really anything wrong with it. And I say that because if Wayne is saying, this is my best friend, this is not my girlfriend. I was married to her. She's the mother of, uh, of my child. I get it. And I wish I'd have remembered this information because I would have said to Wayne while we were filming, Wayne, I accept her. I knew her back then too. I understand. And I she's say that because- She's really nice. I don't oh, no, you know. I've been knowing her, but I under, this is the thing. If she is next door and she lives with her boyfriend, so we already know he's accepting Wayne. They're best friends. I get it. I get it because I say to the men, now I say to the, the men, I should have said it a long time ago because I've lost men because of it. But in the beginning of a relationship, I tell men, you have to accept my girlfriends. My girlfriends go everywhere with me. My friends, my posse. I got a lot of people in my life. I have lost them. They're like, I can't take it. You got, you got too many friends. You do too much. What I like is my friends with me. For some reason, I want my girlfriends to hang out with us. I, okay. I, I just do. And if we were in Africa, Sherry, me and you'd be in the house and we'd be fighting on who's going to be the first wife. I'd be like, I, I was here first, Sherry. I, I was here first. You are, you are number seven. So please go watch the children. Yes, that would be me. What dialect was that, Kim? Just so we can. It was African. The same thing. I, was I lived the same in Africa. Thing. It was close to a uh, South African. Uh, you can't dialect. tell you lived in Africa with that dialect. I, I was thinking the same thing as Chris. Oh, I was just wondering where the in the world is Sherry's this kind taking of another round. Puerto Rican, <laughs> Boricua kind of Trinidadian well, thing coming from. No, remember we went out for that movie. Remember we went out for that. Uh, oh, the Botswanian. Botswana, it was called First Lady's Detective Agency, and Jill Scott booked it. I don't remember the director. He died of a brain tumor. Uh, Anthony yeah, Angela. Anthony, yeah. Anthony Angela. And I don't every... think it was Angela. Minya, I don't think it was Angela. Oh, Min, Min, Min something. Minya. Chris, can you look that up? For What's us, the movie? First uh, Lady's Detective Agency with Jill Scott, and Anika yes. Noni Rose played her assistant. Now, this she movie... Did was a woman from Botswana in Africa. It was a series, uh-huh. It was a whole series, and she was a detective. And every Black actress who you can think of right now yes. came in there. Niecy Nash, Yvette Nicole Brown, Kim Whitley, me. Every, and we all had head wraps on our head. <laughs> we all were trying to do an African accent. And Botswanian is very different. But we were all coming in there going, Hello, Kim, how are you today? Are what you are you today? doing here for the audition? Uh, audition. And yeah, mine was kind of Italianish. I don't know what I was doing. It was the funniest thing because Anthony, I think it was Anthony Mangella, but he, Anthony something, but he died and he was so nice. He was an amazing, uh, he was an amazing director. That's why every, 
all of the actresses wanted to be in this because it it was so good. And I think it didn't make it past one season because his vision and direction was not there any longer. But literally, did you get a call back? Because I got a call back. Of course. Now, what if I didn't, Sherry? What if I didn't get a chance to go back in and you asked me on our national show, did you get a call back? Because I got a call back. Now, what if I <laughs> said... No, I, I, I'm I didn't just saying because it your, your African round. accent. Yeah, well, no, no. Let me go ahead and say I got several callbacks. Boom. Uh, as long as you're pronouncing it correctly, it is it's spelled M-I-N-G-H-E-L-L-A. Oh, Anthony so, Minghella. So I think you nailed it. Also, just a quick note, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, highly rated. It's, it's a shame no, no, it didn't come back. If you Because he, had, he died of a brain tumor. And, and they didn't want to replace him, huh? I just don't think they could execute yeah. his vision for this show. And Jill Scott was amazing. And Anika and Jill Noni Scott Rose, was pregnant in Botswana while she was She was filming. pregnant in Botswana. So, but what was yeah. so funny was all of the actresses were there and we had our various African accents. And I know when Anthony called me back, you can tell me what happened when he called you back several times. When Anthony called me back, he said, could you get more of a specific Botswanian accent? And I, I hired a dialect coach because I really wanted this part it, because it was such a yummy part that they had written. I mean, what did you see a black female detective in Africa? I in Africa. I just used to be over in Africa and I hired a dialect coach and she it, to learn Botswanian. My problem was Kim for like the third callback. I think he just gave up on me because I was so into trying to get the accent instead of being the I person. I couldn't focus on the acting. And, and yeah. then he'd say to me, "Did tell me if he did this to you?" He kept saying, "Let forget about the script." And I was like, "Okay, I didn't memorize this daggone script." Yeah. He said, "Forget about the script. Let's just talk. Let's just improv." Now you're a master. That's the one thing I can say about Kim Whitley. That girl can improv her butt off. She comes up with some brilliant stuff. Oh, you're I'm, in, I'm just I, like, I, I don't think I made it to that round, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is, what? Oh my gosh. He like had you sit, he put two chairs together because in Botswana, you're she in the had car. a love, it was in a car and she had like a love interest and she was very shy. So he just said, let's talk. And I'm literally had just learned this Botswanian accent. So he was talking to me and he's English. Now, Anthony Minghella is English. So he's got his English accent. And I was like, so I, I want to come here. Do you like being here? <laughs> and he was ah, talk. Ah, did right. you say here, here? Is that, just, I, is I that DiCaprio talking. and Blood Diamond I detected there? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed now. Here. My accent. Do it again. Here. Do it again, Michelle. Do it again. I was coming here to... I was coming here to go because I like you. <laughs> that was, it was terrible. That was good. Before you oh get on God. me. And he'd say something like, I don't remember her name, Jill Scott's name on First Lady's Detective uh -huh. Agency. And literally, if you can find this series, it only lasted a season. It's excellent. It uh, he would say something like, I, I, I think that I, I like you in his English accent. And I'd go, oh, you don't you don't like me the way I like you. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> that that's you, hilarious. You don't, you don't you like don't. me. 
I don't know why my voice got so deep. You don't I like, like it. You. you don't. The way I like you. I, because if we go over here and I can tell you the way we do things. <laughs> the way we do things. That was good, Sherry. He just told me to sit out in the sun for a few days before I come back. Oh, God. <laughs> How did you do your accent for huh? that audition? I probably did it like not as good as yours, but I probably was like, oh, oh my. Oh my, we we have to go. You know, <laughs> oh my, we, we have to go find the chickens. I, I don't know. Well, I was, good. I was, it, it, but it was we not because you, find the chicken. chickens. Because you're so worried about the accent. You're right. You lose yeah. the acting because you're like, did I hit that? Did I go up? And you know, it's a, it's a tricky. Well, question for you. I'm so sorry to interrupt you I, because you're yeah. very good friends with Jill Scott. I know Jill, but you're, you and Jill are very close. Did she ever tell you about her audition for that? Did she, did she ever, did she go in and have to do an accent? No, no, no. She is no. Jill Scott. Oh, no, that's right. Is. That's right. Yeah. She is Jill Scott. She don't have to know how to no, do it. You know what she did go in. She told me, uh, I forgot all about it. We talked all about it and the experience down there and shooting. She didn't know she was pregnant. Uh, and then when she found out she was pregnant, then she said the heat, just the heat. But yeah. she said Anthony was beyond the sweetest man ever. But really? Jill can sing just like you, but Jill has an ear. So the accent I'm sure wasn't hard for her. And she's a good actress. So I'm sure that was not the problem for her. Um, but uh, she, uh, I don't think she wanted to go back. She said it was, it was tough because it was very hot. Moment. I know, yeah. you know, the thing about Jill Scott, I like giving out little tidbits of, because we know so many celebrities and mm. they're fun people. Some are not Jill Scott is one of those people that are really, yes. really fun. If you got to hang with her, you'd have a really good time, but Jill Scott talks in, in, in sing song. Like her voice is very melodic and rhythmic. So when yes. Jill Scott says, you know, I would say to Kim, I'm going to the store, I'm gonna pick up a pack of cigarettes. Jill Scott would go, I'm going to the store. I'm gonna pick up some cigarettes. It's that so- hilarious, yes. She, she talks- well, She don't sound like that when she yelling at Jet. No, her son, <laughs> she don't sound like that, no. I don't think any mother sounds any kind of good when they're yelling at their child. That's just a oh given. Oh my God, yeah, she does. But, but I, I just, no, I was just saying, I, there's so much um, that uh, I want to see Jill Scott do. I want to see her do more, you know, even though she's I'm a very actress, good actress. Be, yeah, she's, uh, you know. I wish people could have really gotten to see her in First Lady's Detective Agency. I think had it gone another season, it would have been nominated for an Emmy, a Golden Globe and all kinds of awards because it was so dog and, and Anika Noni Rose giving her her props. She was awesome as Jill's assistant. And, assistant, and they yeah. both had that Botswanian accent. So if you ever want to learn about Botswanian accent, please don't listen to Two Funny Mamas because you're going to come out no. sounding Puerto Rican and no. look at First Lady's Detective Agency. It, yes. It's so, so I was making fun of your African accent. I don't know why I was making fun of the accent. Oh, because we it were talking about, oh, so we finished our movie with Wayne Brady. It's called, it's called Hold On. And that was really cool. Then you had, I'm trying to figure out because we were going, oh, Kim, you know what I wanted you to talk about? What? Wait, 
let's finish up this Wayne Brady thing. I'm just saying, we were. T- this is what we we're talking about. Could you get with someone and be in a relationship with them if they said the ex-spouse? You said yes, because if you were in Africa, we'd have to do it. We would be doing that anyway. My right. statement to you and Chris had, you made me think of this. First of all, we're not in Africa. And <laughs> that's number one. You keep pulling that, well, in Africa. And I keep saying we're not in Africa. I'm from Chicago, so I'm I'm not as attached to my African roots as I probably should be. Yes. Then I got to get attached to my Native American roots as well. But for me, Kim, oh, here we go. You do tell your guys, you got to get, get along with my girlfriends. You are with a posse pretty much all of the time. And that's the problem. A man shouldn't have to put up with that all the time, Kim. When you go over to Kim's house, pre-COVID, it was always a few people over there. You'd have to hit Kim like around three in the morning. And then it still might be some people sitting in the chair, chopping shop. As a man, that's very hard because you're trying to figure out where do I fit in amongst all of these girls, all of her guy friends. So I don't think it's fair to ask a woman or if you're a woman to ask a man to say, it's one thing to accept your friends, but I don't think it's fair to say, you gotta accept that they're gonna be around me all the time. Cause if you wanna okay. be with me, you're gonna carve out time and say, okay, y'all gotta go home. Right. I no, you don't get to come to hang out. That. I huh? want the man to say that. I want the man to say that. I want him yeah, to but shut Kim, it they're... down and be he like, you know what, y'all gotta go. I know my listeners and viewers gonna get on me cause I'm cutting you off. I get, and this is how it was no. on the view. That's I all right. So no, but that's how you learned how to talk. Because when you first got on the view, you wasn't saying nothing. I was like, if you don't jump in there and say something. And now I'm so all, bad at it. Well, no, it was a good, it was a good lesson because you weren't. Everybody good. complained that I didn't say anything because I didn't want to interrupt anybody. Now I interrupt right. people all the time. That's but fine. Kim, you can't, he can't shut it down because if a man comes into your life and tries to shut stuff down, you are the boss. You have a team of people. You run things. The same with me. So if a man comes in here and tries to shut it down, they're going to look at you like, and if you don't co-sign it, he can't shut it down. If somebody comes in here and tries to tell Andre, you got to leave right now. Jeffrey don't need to get uh, trained. Sherry, Andre's going to be like, uh, he's going to call him a name. He's like, I'm not going nowhere. No, but he needs to say, look, Kim, I love your friends, but at eight o'clock, you know, I'd like the house to be quiet. And I'd be like, oh, that makes sense because I've been living like this the whole time. My ex-fiance, number seven, he said the reason why he broke up with me, he said, because I had, he said, you just had too many people. I was like, for real? He said, I yes. can take it. I was like, really? I said, why it's are you hard. saying we no good communication? I mean, you yeah, just had, right. you, you and Andre even, remember when you and Andre had a falling out? And that wasn't a falling out romantically. It was just a falling out of he was you wanted him to help you with some things and he was trying to and he was like it's always too many people over there it's hard to it's hard to get Kim focused Andre texts me all the time and I'll be like what are you doing he goes I'm waiting for Kim well what time are y'all supposed to start an hour ago because so so and so's <laughs> over here so and so's over there I'm just sitting waiting for Kim and I'm like what yeah yeah it's so a man I'm, I'm can't come into your life. And lock it down because you're not supporting him. And I know the man that you're talking about. 
It just, you know, and that's the thing. It's like with Wayne Brady. If I'm dating Wayne Brady or you, because you're the one with the crush on him, you're dating Wayne Brady. And there's a time when his wife, because they're best friends, she comes over and she wants to lounge around, which is what she normally does. Her boyfriend accepts it and she's just lounging and, you know, and you're going, okay, well, I want to lounge and I want us to watch a movie on the carpet in front of your big screen TV. And she's like, well, I want to do it. Let's all do it. And he's like, okay, let's all do it. You're like, no. So no, if you're- I'm going to be like, I'm good. Can you get us some popcorn? Yeah. What and then the, she comes I'm back gonna, with I'm going to cuddle with him. She's going to go grab the popcorn. And, and when you're in that, why, can you get some water? <laughs> I'm trying to understand what the problem is. See, you don't mind well, that. You, yeah. you, you must come from an African tribe where y'all was just all together. Y'all slept in the same huts or the yes. same, you know, it just, y'all were pack people. That must be the you tribe know, that you came from. But you know what the tribe I do come from? And it's funny. My mother, I told you we had so many people at our house all the time. And it wasn't even my mother's friends. It was our friends. And then my aunt and uncle, I guess, and because my father's a twin. So his son would come over and he stayed all the time. Then we never locked our door. I never had a key. So people would just come in and I didn't know who they were. I was like, who is that? She was like, I think that's one of your brother's friends. And then we had, you know, we had some other quarters in the uh, house. So one time somebody came down from the quarter, the the part of the house where it was connected to the kitchen and they came downstairs uh, in the morning and asked for breakfast. I was like, uh, who's okay, that? Fir first of all, I've never had a house with quarters in it. So just <laughs> when you was like, you know, because we had quarters, I, they couldn't see my face. I was like, what the, a what? We had the bedroom, the kitchen, my sister's bedroom, downstairs. Okay, in the back all right. But I want to explain okay. this to people because you had quarters in your house because your father was one of the premier architects in Cleveland. So yeah. it was it was it was the little money coming in to the household. So I saw your house. You had a nice you had a nice big house. So now that we got that established, it's not oh, money yeah. she was talking about. We had quarters. Quarters, <laughs> the quarters. Sherry, if I, I didn't can, want to say you were uh -huh. so comfortable with that too. There was no hesitation whatsoever. Sherry, like, give me that. Like, I was, I'm over here. I'm like, I, wow, that's uh, that's what I look like. There. Quarters. No, no, you got it. And when we lived in Africa, all of the, I hate to say servants, but that's what they were called. But the people that worked for us, the workers. But the back staff. then, that's what there you go. the staff. Thank you, my mother. You know, she. That's what she called them because that's what back then. That's what. But the staff, staff. I like that better. The staff lived in the backyard. All their houses were behind our house and they were little, little quarters or whatever they had, but they lived. So all my life we had. Why people, were you in Africa so long? Uh, my father was building schools um, over there in Sudan, Khartoum. So we, and we were, from an American company, and it's over. It's a black family, a white family, and a Chinese family. I know that sounds <laughs> crazy. Funny. Isn't that funny? We were all uh, Americans and very good friends. And uh, we all had um, staff. They gave us very big houses with a whole staff. And uh, they lived in the backyard and they became part of the family. But it was so many people. So I've been raised with all these people constantly in the house. It's, it's just been that that way. So, so this goes back to part. it's so it's really interesting. You have always had people at your house.
It's yes. never been just the family sitting down to dinner, just the family. It's always been people. So this comes back from when you were little. Yes. It just, I'm, you know, wow. I trip out so much that so many of the things that make us and shape us go back to our childhood, which includes yeah, interesting. The defaults that we have, negative issues that we have, how we mm -hmm. relate to others. It goes back to when we were a child. I come from a family. My mom never let people come over the house. My mom was very oh. protect. And if you weren't a Jehovah's Witness, we couldn't even play with you. So it was only, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, we couldn't even, we couldn't even like, we could go to school with you, but you couldn't come in the house and have close association. We weren't playing with other kids who weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. And so we had gatherings where we had, you know, people, brothers and sisters from the kingdom hall over, but that was far and few between. My mother never allowed us to go over kids' houses. If I went over a friend's house, I had to sneak over there to go. My mother never knew. So I came from a family that was very contained. I would get together with uh, family members, but for the most part, it was us. So my mother didn't, would be irritated. And even when we got into high school, I had a couple friends over. My father was like, uh, they gotta go. What, what are y'all doing in the backyard? And I was like, we're just sitting here talking. He was like, uh, that you have to tell me, yeah, they have to leave. So I'm not used to a lot of people. I like it, but not as many as you have. You, it be people, if y'all picture Kim's house and she does not have quarters, there will be people in her, her family room is attached to her kitchen. That's the central hub of her house. And it's so much fun. And in between the kitchen and the family room is a, is a table. Kim will have two people in the kitchen doing something. She'll have three people sitting at the table. She'll have two or three people sitting on the couch in the family room watching the TV. Outside, she's got a, a seating area because she has a TV outside. There'll be three people lounging on the daggone couch. <laughs> then you look to the left, she's got a guest room. Somebody be coming out the guest room that's just standing in the guest room. Then Joshua's running through the house screaming with another child behind him going, Joshua broke my toy. Then somebody's walking down the stairs because they got clothes they want Kim to try on. Then there's a makeup artist. It is a cacophony. It is a cacophony. Wow, I love that word. It a is a cacophony. sound of people. And this is normal to Kim. It's so normal. Now, picture guys who are listening and watching. A man who likes Kim, he don't know none of these. You want to almost say mother. He don't know uh, none of these people at your house, a couple of them. And everybody loud, they having their own conversations, having a good time. Now that sounds like a party. That's just a regular event at Kim's house. And people just wow. come and go. She will open that gate up for anybody. She don't even ask who it is. You ring that bell, the gate just opens. <laughs> so if you're a man- Oh my God, I didn't think about this. What's it Kim, take to get the happen? boot? What's it take to get the boot? Have you Nothing. seen that, Sherry? It, it takes nothing. You, you prop Kim is such a wonderful person. It takes a lot to make her mad. If Kim goes off where she's angry, it's a yeah. bad thing. And so it's to only actually a people get, I've kicked out my life. There's two people. I've, I've two people because normally <laughs> Chris, now you wouldn't care about them. Okay. Mm -mm. You just don't want it to be you, but here's <laughs> the deal. If Kim kicks you out of your life, pretty much in about three months, you're going to be back in because she makes up with you. I stopped that. I stopped that. No, 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 no. No, in your mind, you stopped it. I did. Those other two people are completely Yeah, they're gone. gone. You got to really 
really do something. You're right. You got to really do something. I will try to make up with you because I think like life if, is short. For Kim to put you out of her life, you got to try to marry her. You're going to be gone. Oh. You're going to be gone. Sherry. She put you out of her life. <laughs> How many times you been engaged? Five? Four? <laughs> I'm, Chris, that's what I'm saying. It's tongue in cheek. Like, what do you have to do to get the boot? Say, Kim, we walking down the altar next Tuesday, and and, and uh, I, I need this house to be cleared out of people. Yeah, you gonna get the boot? Profess your right undying there. love and, and pledge your soul to her. Yeah, you'll be gone in a month. You'll be gone in a month. <laughs> All you gotta do is tell Kim, you know what? I love you. I'm committed to you. You and Joshua. Only you oh. and Joshua. I want us to go get married. And I don't want all these people in the house when I get back, when I get home from work every day, Kim. I want it to be us. I want us to be a family. I want us to do things together. Just us. Yeah, you're going to get the boot. You're going to be gone. It's going to be oh like uh, waiting to exhale. You're going to come and all your stuff going to be on fire because of friends and set your shit on fire. Excuse me, listeners. No, my friends, no, my friends be tripping. They, I had to sit them down. I said, y'all are going to prevent me from being uh, by my true uh, happiness. I said, y'all got to stop. I said, when a man comes in my life, y'all got to be nice to him. And and then, you know, Rodney walked back and forth. He'll say, mm, he'll be gone in a month. Or he'll make exactly. it. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? They are not believers. Because you, first of all, the fact that you got to sit your posse down, this whole tribe of people. Come on in from the backyard, y'all. I need to talk to you about my relationship. Y'all come on over from the family room watching the game. Come on, come on from downstairs. Come on from downstairs. I need to talk to you. Bring Joshua and his three friends in. I need all 25 of y'all to sit down because I need to talk to you about my relationship. Now, I'm just telling y'all, when you come over Monday through Sunday, I just need you to be quiet and give my man some respect. But when he talks to you, I need you to be nice. Come on, come on. Who's up there? I don't oh. know who that is, but come on down. That's little Stevie. Get him down here. Get down <laughs> here. And I just need to tell y'all, I got a man in my life, and he says he loves me. Now, we all going to have to figure out how to get along. He needs somewhere to sleep. So whoever got their clothes up in my closet, I can't do it no more because he needs somewhere to put the clothes. Y'all have to be nice to my boyfriend. Oh, he says some of y'all. I don't know. Is it you in the yellow shirt? Because he says somebody in the yellow shirt was snippy with him. Is it you? Oh who, is, who is that? Well, welcome to the family. Welcome that to the Whitley quarters. But you in the purple. I know you've been giving him a hard time, too. And I'm just saying I love him. And if we're going to make this work, oh if we just sit up. I know there's no more chairs. Just sit there on the stairs. <laughs> I'll talk loud. You got to do this. If we're going to make this work. Mailman's here. Oh mailman tell him to come on in tell the mailman to come on in i made him some muffins so come on in because he said the mailman was a little snippy but everybody oh god everybody if we're gonna make this relationship work with the man that loves me and wants to put the ring on our on my finger uh we have to we have to work this out so i don't know if, if uh y'all need to talk to him if we need to sign a manifesto don't worry you're not going anywhere i'm not saying stop crying in the yellow shirt stop crying you're not going anywhere <laughs> I just need you to move your stuff out of my closet so he has some room. So we're going to make, we need to make my fiance feel welcome in this house. We got it? One, two, three. One, two, three. Everybody come on in. One, two, three. That is horrible. My front door yeah. is ringing. That's horrible. Sherry, follow-up question. What's the, uh, what's the limit? Is, are there a number of sexual encounters or dates that, uh, that make these meetings mandatory? Like what, how many of these does Kim have to call? No, it's only, Kim will only have that kind of meeting when the, when the boyfriend gets so frustrated that he blows. <laughs> and then Kim's like, what's the problem? What, what, what happened? Well, 
there you go. You there see? it is. <laughs> okay. So someone is right now at the front door. Kim's going to let yeah, How'd you know? You knew it, right? <laughs> you knew that. You knew somebody was at the front door. Kim's going to let That is hilarious. In. I had to just so let he, the gate, open the gate. Kim will only, and so Kim understands the Wayne Brady uh, best friend, ex-wife connection. You do understand that. It's, that's nothing to you that bothers you. For me, I, I could not do that. I would, I just, because I don't want you around all of the time. You know, and I don't ever want you looking at me going, and I don't ever want the ex-wife or the spouse. I love that you honor her and you treat her well, but I don't ever want her in the house. And I'm trying to, you know, learn who my boyfriend is and what makes him tick. And you say to me, well, you know, Wayne, you know, Wayne likes his waffles done this way. Okay. Hey, bitch. Oh. Let me learn that on my own. Let me learn it on my own. To tell me how Wayne Brady likes his waffles. Yeah, you're right. I'll learn that he likes his waffles lightly toasted and right. brown. I don't need you telling me. I don't need you. You know, oh, don't do his laundry. Oh, he likes his shoes. Hey, hey, bitch. <laughs> Let so me find right. that out on my own. Let me wash it's his drawers and the white ones turn blue. And then he tell me. I don't, you see my hand? Because you want. So, yeah, you're for right. me, yeah, and I think that's what the men in your life—they want to learn who you are. Because there's a lot of us that I remember telling one, I was like, you know, Kim is forgetful, and she, and he's like, I know, but maybe he wanted to find out that, that on his own. I don't know. I no, it probably him. helped. You might have saved us uh, a, a little bit of the relationship. Um, so, but I want to, I want to, I want to move on, uh, as quickly as we can, because, um, oh, maybe I did have the wrong, oh, shoot. I had the wrong time. That must've thought that was specific time. Oh, look, I'd have missed the funeral. I'll be damned. I thought that was now I've missed the funeral. Oh my gosh. Kim, it. you missed the funeral? Because they said the time was 12, but they didn't say. Was it 12 oh, Eastern? Oh. Kim had to go to a funeral of a family member. She wasn't very close to the family member. So before y'all start going, Sherry, why you got her shooting a podcast? But it was a family member nonetheless. And it was a funeral. It was a virtual funeral. It was like a Zoom kind of funeral. Yes. And so we were supposed to finish up the podcast so Kim could attend the funeral. What time was it? Oh, shoot. Well, this was, she, she said, my cousin Athea says, for those who missed the virtual service, Charles Roger Richardson, November 30th. Uh, he was 70 years old. That's his obituary for those that missed the service. So if she sent this to me and said, hey, y'all, we're doing the service on Zoom. She said, service prior to noon, sign up 15 minutes prior to noon on Saturday. She didn't put no time zone. We all over the country. And she a doctor. You wait till I get her. I'm gonna call her. So was it twelve Eastern? Because that would have been twelve Eastern would be nine this morning. Twelve. I could have made it. I could have made it. I wasn't doing nothing. I was like, oh, okay, I can do the podcast. Because right now would digress. Sorry. No, no, this is important. Twelve o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time is right now because right now it's twelve oh one. So you. But let's just say this. For those doing your little Zoom stuff and your Zoom uh, uh, weddings and your Zoom uh, funerals, 
put on their Pacific time, East Coast time, mountain time. If you're inviting everybody all over the world, you got to say what time zone it is because now I don't miss my cousin's funeral. Thanks, Arthelia. Thank you. Okay, you going to put cousins. her out like that? I did. Oh, yeah. She know I ain't got no sense. I love my cousin. I love my cousin. <laughs> yeah, you know, here's the thing with COVID. I'm wait, very wait, sorry you missed it. No, wait. I was going to tell you. Uh, I don't want to admit. I, okay, it's a lot. I had another very good friend that died on my birthday last week. Oh, you uh, told me. Which shocked me, yeah. Uh, because he is younger than I am and um, so yeah, they said I missed the funeral. His name was Thawne Anderson. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You missed his funeral too? No, no, no. Thawne just passed. But I want to let everybody know who's listening oh. that might have known there, known him, that it was a shock. Thawne Anderson uh, was from Cleveland, Ohio. was from Warrensville. And I didn't want, this is interesting. I wonder, what is the rule? Um I, I really love Thawne. We were good friends in high college. Uh, his family, uh, uh, I would just say my love and, and condolences goes out to you. I cried uh, after my birthday. Um, Carl Jordan called me and told me. But since we got it immediately, the rest of the world, our circle didn't know. I was going to put it on Facebook, but I was like, is that my responsibility? I don't think I should just say, hey, Thawne passed away. If the family didn't post it, why should I? And I know a lot of people do that, but there's a period, like today I'm going to post it. But I don't want to be like, oh, I get an award. I don't know why people think you get an award for being the first to post. What's your but thoughts I think, on that, Carrie? I think, Kim, and again, um, condolences to you, your friend. I remember you told me that. I think that there are some people that the family doesn't know. Like you said, did you guys go to college together? Yes. Okay, so there's some people that hung around with Thong that, that your fam that his family just doesn't know, but they still keep in touch with you. And I think if yeah. you don't put it out on Facebook that something happened, then there's a lot of people who don't know. But no, this, no, you know, I guess the, way the question is, do you put it out first before the family? Like I found out that day. Don't you wait and let them do that? Like I felt kind of weird if I just posted it. I don't know. I think I think you do have to wait like a day or something. Right. Just okay. out of respect for the family because they might have a statement that they want put out. I don't think you should be posting something before the family does it. Now I think, you know, you have to wait a couple of days and, and and I think also if you ask the family, is it okay if I post because we went to college together. There's college people that may know him like we I think this is the one you called Yvette uh Nicole Brown about right yes. this is the friend and so yes. when you showed me his picture you were going to text Yvette and I said no you have to call her this isn't news that you text yes. someone and you had called Yvette and she had already found out from someone else so I think that you have to ask the family I think that's a really good one you know is it okay if I post something I think they would appreciate that right I'm right. sorry you have so many it's so many things happening, you know, in this, this pandemic, so many people are dealing with things like what you're dealing with as well. Yeah. And yes, it, I wanted to No, you're right. I wanted to make sure I, uh, I mentioned that night and, and get your, uh, 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 opinion about it. Um, yeah, I think a, mm -hmm. another note, I would like to, before we do run out of time, we need to talk about Kanye. 
I think. Okay. How much? Got, how, <laughs> there's no way you can let this week go. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at Kanye. I'm laughing because we always have, literally, you guys do not understand. We have yes. so much stuff. We, and it looks yeah. like a little list, but because we go on and on about one thing, like that Wayne Brady was supposed to be three seconds and we went on about his relationship. We've been friends for so long, we can make a discussion out of a can of soup. Yes. And I laugh because we literally, Kim has to go because she has to go to this funeral, which she missed because her I cousin did it in the right time zone. But, you know, we, we just, we, this is why we go so long and we have to, yes. like, we have to streamline this podcast. I want to ask you as streamline a, the podcast. The people are like, okay, when they go in, I want to listen to them, but they talk too much. I know. So listeners, <laughs> what I want to know, and you can send an email to us. You can, you can always send us a comment on our Instagram page. Kim, we're at two funny mamas, but Kim is at Kim at Kim Whitley on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Sherry E. Shepard. And we got an official fan page. You can also leave a comment at two funny mamas at gmail.com because I'll get those comments and we will shout you out. Do we go too long? Please tell us. Yes. I'm talking to different people and there's they're going, we should streamline this show to about 35 minutes max. Really? What can well, I see speak up here? Wait, yeah. hold on, Chris, because I want to tell a whole thing here, Chris. I'll let you jump in. So this is what I want to know from the listeners and the viewers. Are we going too long? Because our last episode, we had the red paper plate within the episode was like an hour and 40 minutes. Sometimes we go about an hour 10. So do you okay. guys who see us and, and are watching us, are we going too long? You guys who are listening to us, do you feel we're going too long? So we now, Chris, you can jump in. Yeah, just uh, as a podcast consumer and uh, somebody that's uh, happy to spend every Saturday uh, getting this going with you all, uh, if people want that, we have clips, we have things. If you guys wanted to start a TikTok show, you could have done that. I think that the madness and the, the great moments that come from this, it's not that long. It flies by. You guys keep people laughing every 10, 15 seconds, it feels like, if you did a laughs per minute rating on it. I think that you're fine, and I think that there's other versions that you can do, but this is a podcast, and it's a YouTube show. People throw it on while they're walking around the house. They're not going to catch every single thing. Everything. And if you want to do a highlight show that's 23 minutes with 30 with commercials, that's fine. You can do that, but I think oh. you're doing a great job with the, uh, with the longer form. Oh, I just wanted to hear you talk, Chris. Yeah. Because there's two things I want to get in. <laughs> you silly Kim Whitley. One more time, Kim. Let's uh let's cue that back up. Perfect. <laughs> Why well, I got my whole face gotta move. Exactly. I don't know whether you stroking out or that's, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> no, I am I though. literally I don't know what you're doing over there. That, I, I don't know how to do a sexy wink. There's just I a couple things at, that we, the listeners. I was winking at Chris. Now that's redundant too. If it comes from you, it's, it's always you. Just say wink. It's always sexy. I need. I have to interrupt for a minute because Andre is here, and I have to ask him this before we go. I just want him to give his version of what happened. No, when no, we he has did, not. There's not. No, because no, this no, no. To go to court. Right here. Can you come over here, Andre, please? Don't Andre, forget, Andre you still train me. I still got a check waiting on you. Don't be careful. 
You be careful. What's happening? Hey. Hey, Sherry ain't got no pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first of all. Okay, first of all. So this is how they do it on TV. Y'all be dressed from the top up. Ain't got nothing downstairs. Okay. I have on uh like biker shorts. They're not underwear. They're biker shorts. You should see what I got on. (laughs) I got on nothing but a thong. And it's he knows that. He worked you out last night. Okay, first, I got yeah. on biker shorts. They, they're booty shorts, but they look like underwear if the top is long. So just to let you know, I'm not wearing underwear. I have on their biker booty shorts. I feel but from the waist up, you look like Carol. <laughs> he is stupid. I want you to talk about how Kim literally accosted you yesterday when you were giving us self-defense classes. Kim took over the class and, and, and threw us all off off the program what did she do she she has no coordination she didn't follow any directions but i'm talking we, about sexually no 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 wow. don't you throw your little nasty words in there andre <laughs> you tell them i was just distracted yeah you 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 because I, I tend to do that sometimes with you i distract uh, him a lot okay. andre getting fans so now he gonna be doing all this <laughs> he's been reading the comments hasn't he Yes, how do you know, Chris? Exactly. Andre, yeah, Andre been reading them damn comments. Ooh, Andre, cute. Ooh, Andre, him and Chris. Y'all, y'all is really serving it up with these two gentlemen, Chris and Andre. Even Andre's mama took a picture of her and her, <laughs> all the old ladies that hang out with her, her friends talking about, you need to, this is what his mama said. Chris, Andre's mother sent a picture, was like, you need to get in there more because they'll make you a regular. <laughs> She said, let them make you a regular. It was so beautiful. And I want to thank Andre's mom and all the OGs that are hanging with you, listening to Two Funny Mamas. And she did. She loved on her son and sent a picture. And she said, Andre, insert yourself more because they'll use you more. (laughs) Oh, we use him all right, mama. We do use him, mama. Call your son daddy. My mom turned it on on YouTube, and I was like, you turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that Chris's oh, mother listens to us, that Andre's mother listens to us. So we I'm got him. Go he didn't want Chris. Andre's feelings. Guess who's himself. coming to dinner, honey? You tell mom I'm coming. Guess who's so coming let's talk to dinner? Let's do our, this is our red paper plate uh, episode. Do we have to do our, our little thing? Chris. I'm gonna need a theme song. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's fire it up. We're gonna, we're gonna hire somebody to do a theme song, Kim. Actually, you know what? You what had you Father MC to do it. Father MC to do it. Shout out I'm to one sure. of your listeners from. Uh, I I'll get more information. Someone that just graduated uh, allegedly got a. I got a background check. It from Carnegie Mellon. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> has sent a two funny funny mamas potential. Uh, opening song with a remix, so we'll share with I'll share that with you, and I'll get you more information. We'll we'll give props oh, and everything. We, we, if anything, what a nice gesture! What a nice you was holding out on that one. We do need we do need a theme song for our red paper plate special, and absolutely. So we're gonna about to do a red paper plate 
special episode. And again, I even I know what Chris said, but I want you guys to answer the listeners and the viewers. Do you think we're too long? You think we're just right? How you feel about us going? <laughs> One lady said, "Can I tell you, Kim? We're gonna send her a T-shirt just because she was so irritated with us. <laughs> she was irritated, Kim." She said, and her name is, because we're going to give her some merchandise. I don't know if she blocked us, but. <laughs> you guys, oh, God. Customer's oh always God, right, what huh? What did she say? Oh, my God. KK, KK3382. She said, this podcast is about a bunch of nothing. And I'm okay with that, LOL. Sometimes you need a break from all the serious stuff going on in the world. But all I read was about a bunch of nothing. I was like, well, damn. I liked that comment. Well, so KK. that means she can listen. She ain't got to think, think too much. That's right. She well, that's see, that's a positive way to take it. KK thirty three eighty two. We are going to give you to make your just to make it even better. You get to get some funny two funny mamas merchandise. So you just we'll send her go a tote and, bag. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you a tote bag. Go and you email Chris at midcoastmedia dot no mid. What is it? Chris at midcoast dot media. Email Chris at, at it's Chris at midcoast.media and he'll tell you how to get the merchandise and we'll get it to you. There's also somebody, Kim, I just want to give a shout out. This is a really sweet one. Jeff Ray D. We're going to give you some merchandise. Jeff Ray D said, and I, this was really sweet. I'm so glad I found this podcast. Mrs. Shepard, I've been a longtime fan of The View. I share a birthday with you and Jeffrey. Oh, and as a gay man, I watched you expand your love and kindness over seven years, and I find you inspirational. Thank you. That, that means a lot to me. Mrs. Whitley, you have made me laugh for so many years, and I love seeing you in this format. You, too, are inspirational with your fun and real spirit. People are mm -hmm. going to criticize and critique no matter what y'all do. You are fun, funny, and transparent. No apologies needed, and when you come back, I say, come back with not one apology to us, the viewers, because it is an honor just to watch both of you talented, fabulous women. Thank you for the hours of entertainment. That is Jeff Ray D. That Thank nice. you. That was nice and we appreciate you. I want you to email Chris at midcoast.media because you're gonna get some Two Funny Mamas merchandise because we have it for men as well. And that's at bijack.com slash two funny mamas, all spelled out. If you want to purchase it. There you go. And one more little shout. This, oh, this one right here. Oh, oh no, this was the one. K Darshia. I tried to stick with it. It's just too chaotic this week. Anxiety was on high immediately. I stopped at 26 minutes and 17 seconds because you haven't discussed anything yet. Or maybe I have different expectations from the pod. I don't know. But then she says, see you next week. You in a bad relationship. <laughs> you, what the, what the, what? Wait, wait what, who was her? What's her name? Who is her? <laughs> K, K Darshia. Now, K Darshia, if I was, if we were to reward you with merchandise, that would set a bad precedent. And that would be just damning to your spirit. But that literally is like, you know what? You've cheated on me for the last time. I don't want you in my life no more, but come back because I love you. Right. It was. It was. But I understand Kay Darshia. Sometimes Kay, we get a little chaotic. We last are week, chaotic. Yeah. We chaotic, but last week we couldn't find our groove. That was one thing. Kim and I were just, we were irritating. Oh, she, oh, she talking about last week? 
Yeah, it was oh, last that, week. Oh, yeah. We And we knew we couldn't find our group and we knew we were all over, but we are very transparent with our audience. Like, we are not, this is something we are producing ourselves and we like to talk and having our opinions and we like to have a good time, especially, you know, it's a, you can watch the news to be heavy. You know, you, you, there's a lot out there that you can really focus on to get your information. We aren't those girls. We are not here to give you information about what's happening. I don't have a CDC's number. I don't have no charts. I don't have nothing. I'm I don't know Anthony Fauci's number to right. text him. So that we're trying to a- we're trying to give you a little bit of lightness, and sometimes because we're, we we're learning as we go with this podcast, and sometimes like we we realize we have to one of us has to open this podcast and say hey welcome to the show because last week we kept trying to do it and we would stop at the same time we interrupt each other it was so i said if i could reach through this camera and snatch kim whitley's wig off i would do it i swear to gosh i wanted to slap that girl we could not for the life of us get get we couldn't get it together, but we plot through. That's who we are. We we still see the, you know, we don't quit and walk away. We we continue going. So, Kay, keep hanging there with us and, and it, it'll get better, we think. Yes. 